Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us again for Spartan Spotlight Podcast. I'm here today with Ryan Robinson. We write for SpartanMag.com from the Rivals Network. Today, we're joined by two special guests from Oak Park High School. One is MSU running back commit Davion Prim, and the other is MSU high-priority target Rayshon Benny. Thanks for joining us, guys. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, and you? Doing good. Well, I'll ask you the first question, Rayshon. Uh, I know you've been out with an injury, so you haven't been able to play this year. So how hard has that been for you to not be able to be out there with your guys? And uh, when could we see you back on the field again? Uh, yeah, it's real hard for real. You know, I ain't never had to sit out of the seasons ever since I started playing. So it was just like, it's different. It's a feeling I don't want to feel. So I definitely got to work hard to start in college because I don't like, like to feel it's being on the sideline. But uh, I plan on coming back. I will be back uh, next week, playing and everything versus Clarkston. All right, that's good to hear. So, Davion, we know uh, we've been following what you've been doing this season. You've very big runs, hitting some home runs out there in the backfield. So what are some things that you think you've done really well this season? How have you improved uh, since the last time we saw you out on the field last fall? Yeah, kind of just give Spartan fans a little taste of what we can expect from you and how things have been going. I mean, I feel like doing a lot on my feet and touching. So I've been working on that way more than off. But, you know, we working as a team to get everything better. So once Benny come along, we we'll be fine. So I'm going to double up with you, Davion. You being the first commit at Michigan State, how how does that kind of uh, feel to know that you were the guy that started uh, the Mel Tucker era with recruiting? And then as far as recruiting Rayshon, you guys, I know you guys are really good friends and you want him to do what's best, but I also know you clearly want him to join you uh, at Michigan State. So what's kind of your approach with him uh, when you talk about Michigan State and the coaches to him? Oh, well, I'm going to start with that. Uh, me and Vinny, you know, we've been together for, what, three years? Three years now? Well, no, three years. So and we're real close. So plus that friends and brothers for real, for real, so. With the with being the first Michigan State commit, I feel kind of good to be be in Neil Tucker era. So, uh, Rachel, we got to ask you, uh, as you probably expected, what stands out to you about MSU and I guess the Mel Tucker staff, all these guys, and what's kind of unique about their approach? Like, what's making them stand out to you a little bit? The biggest thing for me was like being able to see that difference in communication. Like, once the new coaching staff got there. Like, the communication was much stronger between us. Like, it was on more of a daily basis versus the whenever it is. So, that's one of the biggest things, showing that the new staff, like, really consider me a top priority for the program and that they uh working hard to get in-state recruits. Yeah, definitely. So, I guess following up on that real quick, so what kind of contact style do you kind of take to? Because I know some kids, they don't really like to be bothered in that much, but other kids, they, it's important for them to really know that the coaches are talking to them heavy, that they're showing interest all the time. So do you think that kind of a, a way is going to resonate with you more? And that's kind of what put MSU over the top with like the constant recruitment? Or does it kind of have to be like a little balance? Like, what do you, what do you say about the style? I mean, it's a little balance for real, like, don't get me wrong, I do get tired of talking on the phone every day with coaches. I do get tired of it. But it just shows that you are a priority for them. But for me, it's not even necessary that we got to call each other every day, you know. Just a text or something or, you know, something. Just checking on them. 
on the recruiter and just showing that they mean something to you outside of just the recruiting standpoint. So I know you were planning on making a later decision, uh, but what's your timeline kind of looking like now that you've dropped the top four of Michigan State, uh, Michigan, Penn State, and Kentucky? Right now I got a date, the 25th. I'm uh, probably I'm gonna try to confirm that day tomorrow though. Like I got that. That's the day I look for. But if it don't work, then I'm gonna have to find another another day. All right, and then I'll just follow up with that. Uh, was it because of the visits being canceled pretty much that you decided to move your timeline up, or was there a school that kind of maybe just jumped ahead and it became like obvious that that's where you needed to be? A little bit of both. Like I came to realization that I might not take another visit before for the or nobody for the class twenty 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 one class will take a visit. Yeah, definitely. I know that I, I wish they'd uh open that back up, but yeah, it's not looking great for that. Yeah, yeah I feel like it could have been more done, but it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. Damian, yeah. um so since you've already committed, you've kind of been looking forward to exactly what MSU might do because I know the coach has probably been talking to you a lot about scheme and whatnot. What are you looking forward to this upcoming fall now that Michigan State's going to be playing? What are you going to be watching for on TV here uh, from the Spartans? Just watching how, like, how everything changed around the coach staff. Like, I want to see how the running backs evolved in the game, like who's getting in, who's getting out, you know. Just focusing up on my position and what's going on in the game. Yeah, definitely. I know Coach Piegler was uh, doing some media availability here recently, and he was kind of emphasizing how it's a priority to them to get as many guys in as possible and to try to find the hot hand instead of forcing one dude to get a lot of playing time. So I feel like that will definitely resonate with a lot of commits because they'll play the best guys and they'll play a lot of them. So. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Ray what position is Michigan State looking at uh, for you to play and kind of what are what's their selling point to you of how they would use you if they if you were to commit to the Spartans they recruit me for defensive tackle for real but uh, I think I can play all along the line, all along the line for real like this story how I'm built like my like my weight I can play any position on D-line but the thing with them is they uh they just showed me like all the players leaving and everything and and show me it slots open for me to play. I mean, that's another reason why I want to play D-line. Because, like, offense, you know, it's either you start or you don't. With versus D-line, where it's a rotation of players getting in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Go ahead, Corey. Uh, so, yeah, that definitely makes sense. And then, uh, yeah, looking at the roster, you have uh, a couple of seniors that uh, end, which, I mean, I could definitely see you split now. And then uh, – with uh, Naquan in the middle and a couple other guys. So definitely have some openings there. Uh, and then, like you said, you, you're going to come in kind of more college ready with your body. So definitely could see playing time early at Michigan State if that was the spot. Right. And then I know back when back when um, Coach Tucker got hired, a lot of people asked me, they're like, "Who who's the guy you're looking for um, to hopefully get a better relationship with, like in terms of the new staff recruiting? And then I know the guy I immediately said was you because I knew how many holes we have on the defensive line. I'm like, he can actually probably start right from the beginning because we really need tackle. So he could be a guy that you could see out here starting for three, three, four years. So that's definitely 100% our take on it too with – 
how that's a position where not only will you rotate, but you could have a chance to play right from the beginning. And then I kind of want to get your thoughts on the scheme itself too, because I know they said they might be recruiting for D tackle, but they're, they're willing to play like lots of multiple schemes. At least that's what they're saying out, out to the media. And if there's like a three, four, you might be able to play a defensive end there. Like, are they talking about scheme with you at all and telling you how they might be playing multiple fronts and how you could different ones or are they pretty much keeping it vanilla for right now? Uh, pretty much keeping it pretty simple for now. We uh we probably is gonna get into everything like soon, like in a Zoom call or something. Gotcha. Okay, just wondering. So I guess now that we kind of got past some of those typical football questions, I'm sure people want to get to know you guys more as people, so they can kind of relate to you guys. Who's on your pregame music playlist? And I guess kind of just give us your your top five rappers. I got you. So for me. Uh, you know, for sure. My favorite rapper, Lil Baby, you know, he number one. And then uh my top five though is in order, probably Lil Baby, Polo G, Dirt, 42 Doug, and uh probably Rodway. All right, all right, uh Davion, you wanna go next? Yeah, uh I got Lil Dirt. That's my that's number one right there. Second, I got four ten, four two dub, and I got little baby, and I'm listening to little little Drake, little Drake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it for real. That's yeah, it. I think I think you guys probably got the best best list I've heard since I've been asking people these questions because a lot of dudes they they really leave out the Detroit rap, like they don't give forty two dog that that spot in that list and. I gotta, I gotta respect Davion for that Drake, because uh, Drake's been my number one since like middle school. But Forty Two Dog, Durkio, um, I think Polo G and Lil Baby got next in the rap game. So definitely, definitely some of the best lists I've heard so far. Yeah, for sure, you know, Polo G's nice. Yeah, for real. Uh, so uh, the next one, I guess, for both of you is, uh, what are some of the fun things that you guys do in your free time if you're not playing football? Like I saw, I believe on your Instagram story, Rayshon, that you guys went to some uh, dirt track race or some type of race uh, yesterday, but what's some of the stuff you guys do off the field that has your interest? Uh, no, we went to a honey house yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that is some race track thing. No, we went to a honey house yesterday. It was fun. You know. But uh, stuff, really, I, I'm sleeping, playing the game, or I'm just hanging out with my people for real. But like same, same for me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, and then, uh, do you guys have what you want to be at for your majors yet, or are you still trying to figure that out and just go with the flow? I want to go in, uh, to school for business, business marketing. Yeah, and I want to go in for sports medicine. Okay. Cool. Those are some good, good, good majors if you're trying to go to MSU because I know. Um, broad College of Business that we got over there, they just put millions into that and probably one of the nicest things. Hopefully you've gotten a chance to see that on a virtual visit or something. Probably my favorite place to go on campus um, just to do homework and chill and whatnot. Um, Corey, do you have anything else? I guess uh, Rayshon, uh, who is the coach that maybe you're, you vibe with the best, and then Davion, uh, who's the coach that you vibe with the best, and if it's Piegler, who, who else are you talking with besides uh, Piegler? I'm sorry. Can you ask that again? Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, so you want me what? to go first? Yeah, you can go first, and then I'll ask Grace right, on it. My vibe right now, with, I'm, with, I'm vibing with Piegler right now. That's kind of like my guy. We talk almost every day, almost every day. Like If, he, if you're not texting me, he's he working. So it's like 
we, we talk to each other more than often. And when I call Coach Tucker, that's kind of like my, my second favorite. I'm really locked in with both of the coaches I need to be locked in with. All right, cool. So, and then Rayshon, the question was, uh, what coach do you talk, or what coach do you vibe with the best? And then, uh, what other, what's your relationship with Mel Tucker like when you guys talk as well? If he's not your answer for the one that you vibe with the most? Oh yeah, uh, for me it's probably like Coach Tucker. He just like we talk probably every other day, something like that. Whenever we talk, it's just like on some business stuff, like trying to. Like help me like after football, life after football. Yeah, definitely. So, oh, I guess David, one thing I I did want to ask you. I know a lot of people take interest in these kind of things. Is how did the actual conversation go back when you committed? Like, who'd you call? Who'd you tell? What was their reaction? What was that whole initial interaction like when you first told them that you guys were commit that you were committing? Coach Pigler, I got on three way with my running back coach at, high, at my high school, Coach Sam, and he tied me in the call with Coach Pigler. I mean, I was excited. Like, that's one of my dream schools. So it was really crazy for me. I say it was crazy. And once he told me I had the offer, I don't know, it was already in my mind I was going to commit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so back then when you committed, did they like tell you to recruit certain guys? Or I guess who have you, who have you okay. been? Like, have you recruited anybody since you've been committed? Really, I'm trying to stay on my main focus right now. I'm trying to finish, like, pull this through, and then I'll be done. I mean, but I had – I was working on uh, Mike, uh, Chuck, and Gino, and that was probably it. Got you, got you. All right, so that's that's all we had. I guess we want to appreciate you guys uh, giving us uh, some time. Hopefully people are going to get to know you guys a little better. Um, and then Davion, we'll let you go ahead and work on uh, recruiting Rayshon a little more. Uh, thanks, <laughs> thanks for the you guys. We appreciate you. No problem. Sure. All right, thanks a lot, guys. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that interview with Davion Prim and Rayshon Benny. We got a couple, um, couple of revelations in there, like how Rayshon is aiming for the 25th as a possible commitment date. Seems like a, a long time coming since we've been following his recruitment closely for a while. Corey, you want to talk a little bit about how that's kind of changed over the over time? Yeah, with Rayshon, uh, as we kind of talked, and he actually mentioned it a little bit on the podcast, uh, Michigan State with the old staff, they had zero shot at him. Uh, he just didn't kind of feel that vibe or the energy coming from them. Uh, but as soon as uh, Mel Tucker and his staff got here, uh, they really immediately made him a top priority. They got him on campus for the Ohio State game. And uh, he's a guy that I said from back then, you know, don't worry about where he's leaning right now because he's not next to a decision. He's a guy that is open, truly open. So just let Michigan State coaches do their work and ch- chip away at it and now that you see it uh where they're at now he announced as a top four with Michigan State in there and uh there's a lot of uh confidence that's starting to grow within uh the program around him uh so maybe he wasn't the lock that people thought to Michigan uh remains to be seen he still could end up at Michigan but it's definitely clear with uh, following his recruitment and after talking with him tonight that Michigan State's really in the thick of this and uh, they have a, a great shot of uh, possibly landing him on the 25th. Yeah, definitely. It went from in mid-July maybe possibly looking like 
it was kind of decided which way he was going to go to now it's suddenly seeming like whoever kind of works the hardest in these next 14 days or so, uh, if his mind's not already made up, that is, uh, could really have um, a chance to get him. It seems like it's open for the taking. I don't think there's any leaders right now, um, which kind of goes against common uh, misconception here for the past few months. But like a lot of guys say, you don't want to be leading for somebody for too long. And it remains to be seen if that's what happened here in Michigan, because obviously they're a very, very strong competitor. Uh, yeah, definitely. And then another angle is, I don't know if any, if we mentioned it on the podcast, but Davion and uh, Rayshon are best friends off the field. Uh, so that relationship has uh, always been there and he, they can keep it real. It's not, not a recruiting pitch. And there's obviously a, a desire that if you could go do it with your best friend at the highest level, then, you know, that's something that's appealing to them. Uh, just like if you look on the field, uh, Davion probably can't wait to get Rayshon back to help uh, with the offensive line because they've had some struggles uh, creating uh, running lanes for Davion. Uh, and whenever he has gotten just a little bit of daylight, he's done a good job of busting it outside and taking a making a big run out of it. But uh, getting a guy like Benny back, uh, it would be huge for him in his senior season and just for Oak Park in general. Uh, and then it'll kind of give us a chance to see a little bit more of what Davion brings to the table, just because, like I said, in a few of these games, he just really hasn't had a chance because he's having multiple defenders almost at the handoff. When he's receiving the ball, he's already got three guys on his lap almost continuously. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the whole team takes a step up here. Um, for Oak Park once he's back. I think he can probably open up a lot of holes that Davion doesn't have right now. So it'll be great to see both of them benefit from when they're on the field. And hopefully that's something they can keep going at the next level um, for the Spartans' sake. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll keep you updated on any developments that may happen in this recruitment. We're at SpartanMag.com. Hopefully you enjoyed the interview. And thanks for listening.